Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. This is your Wednesday edition. Today is May the 26th, 2021. I am Andrew McLean, your humble host that you see each and every night. And I have a special guest in studio today. It is the one and only Tony Montana. Tony the Vapor Forge guy that I've been telling y'all all about. Tony, I am so glad you are here with us. Hey, what up, Andrew? It has been a long time coming, and um, uh, for those of you watching, you notice that we have kind of a new setup here. And this is probably the most exciting thing that's ever happened to this podcast. And I'm not even playing about this. So we got a new table, and this is thanks to you guys on Patreon, by the way. We've got this new table. Tony came over here, helped us set this stuff up. We also spent a lot of time dreaming on what we can do, the direction we're moving with this in the future, and we got a lot of good things coming, and I can't thank you, Tony, enough for, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't want this to be inappropriate, but you're almost like my Martin Luther King where you have a dream, and I'm like, I, I, I love where dream. you're going. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, 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 you've been a customer of mine for a long time, and I've been around, and I can just spot you know good people when i see them and we've just been talking throughout the years and i started watching your show and you know anyway here i am we're friends and all that good stuff it's worked out um you know and it did start off as um and first of all everybody that watches this podcast you guys know that we talk about vapor forge every single night we remind you guys to go see them make sure you patron uh their place of business but, it, but just the backstory is um but well, the original story. I met Tony after the original story, like literally the day after. But Trish and I are at Bailey Brothers. We are literally in the beginning days. We haven't even done our first podcast yet. We are in the beginning days of looking for the equipment for the podcast at Bailey Brothers. Okay, I'm still employed at WYDE at this point, and we're just pricing things we're like all right how much of our severance check can we spend on this stuff you know all this stuff. <laughs> we get it all priced out and then we go back to the car trish has locked the keys in the car and the only other place around that's open is the next door neighbor of bailey brothers and it's this place called vapor forge and i'm like well here's what we'll do well we wait on the pop lock people to get here i know vape people i vape and vape people are good people, so chances are they're going to let us come in here and hang out, even though I don't know them. And I go in, uh, they're like, yeah, we're, we're about to close, but we'll we'll stay open, you know, hang out on our couch, talk to us. Struck up a friendship, they introduced me to Tony, and the rest is history. And here we are. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that all happened, but along my life, a lot of things like that have happened that have made me, you know, meet a whole bunch of interesting people. Um, the whole vaping thing, I mean, vaping saved my life. Um, we started the business not um, as a business to make profit. It was more to help people get off of cigarettes. And I can't go too far into, I know the YouTubes and all that. I can't tell you that. They're certain, on our case for sure. Yeah, you can't be, you know, I can't promote vaping as it's, um, I can say it's, 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 a, it's a good choice against cigarettes, but it's, it's um, 97 point something percent better according to the uh, the royal um it's over in england the royal they they did this study back in like uh 2016 um where it was 97.8 percent better uh, than cigarettes right and and that struck me you know i 
Long story short, cigarettes killed my mother, my grandfather, and my grandmother. I never got to meet them. They died before I was born, and my mom died when I was young. And I was smoking. I smoked 16 years. And my wife and I went to Florida, went in this vape shop, um, tried this flavor out. And next thing you know, in a couple of weeks, the, the vape tasted better than the, the smoke. And then after that, it progressed. Eight weeks later, I could start to taste foods better. Mm-hmm. After that, I could start going up and down the stairs easier. Next thing you know, I've just felt healthy. And then it just, it just. I, I like helping other people quit. Well, and, and I think that um, it, it makes it more important to know that there's um, a, 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 a drive or I guess a goal for you guys in starting this business because so many people, and this is not to say these people are bad people or anything like that, but so many people start a business or a franchise because they're looking to make money and be successful. And that's fine. That's part of the American dream. There's no reason to hate on people for doing that. But I think it makes it a little more special when you've got somebody that has got a backstory like like you do as far as why you did it and, and the, the fact that you want to be able to prevent complete strangers from going through what you went through with family members passing away from lung cancer and stuff like that. And obviously cigarettes aren't the only thing that causes lung cancer, but they are, I think the number Um, one contributor. It's the worst. And, uh, the satisfaction I get, especially after all these years, seeing the same faces come in, I've got a lot of people that come in that look healthier than they did when they, when they first came in, you know, I just, just look on their face, their skin, you know, all these things, they're just much healthier and, and they're so much better off for it. And, and, you know, I know with this podcast, you, you like to promote my business, but that's not really what it's about. Um, for instance, I'm a baseball fan. I love baseball. I'm a Cardinals fan in particular, mm-hmm. but I'm a baseball fan first. So I'm a vaping fan. I don't care what vape shop people go to as long as they vape and, and, I smoke so long. I don't look down upon people that smoke, but it, it just, there are alternatives out there. And if, if they had vaping when my mom was alive, she would have vaped. She probably would have done like a strawberry cream or something, yeah, on right, her, right. you know, and, and she wouldn't have been smoking them cigarettes two packs a day. And, and it just, it killed her. So, well, and, and I'll be honest and we, we're not, we're not doing this podcast just to talk about vape stuff, yeah. but my, my dad just recently told me, he's like, Hey, I want to start, I want to give this vape and stuff a try. And this is what I explained to him. And I'm, I'm explaining it to you guys that don't vape, that do smoke cigarettes and want to get off of it. Cause some of you got, listeners have reached out to me and said, you want to stop and you want to go try it out and you're going to go buy sometime. When it comes to going from cigarettes to vaping, I think Tony will attest to this as well, um, you don't just put down cigarettes one day and pick up vapes and then go from there. Everybody's story, almost everyone's story, is they're doing both. They're adjusting to the vaping, and uh, eventually they get to where it is only the vaping that they're doing. Because if you try to just go straight into vaping, you're going to get frustrated trying to learn the ropes and everything else. And if you give it time, you be patient with it and just do both of them for a little bit. I think you'll eventually say there's, there's no other alternative I'd rather go with than, than vaping. I can, I can end the vaping part on this cause this is a whole nother show, but I do appreciate all the customers, all the years. Um, I gotta say that mainly when people come in and they get to experience the difference, uh, 
the ones here's here's the key to all this the ones that end up being successful and getting off the cigarettes are the ones that kind of come in nonchalantly like i did my first time not knowing what i was doing and just had an open mind to it and just tried it out the ones that walk through our doors and say i'm quitting today i'm never having another cigarette and they're real bold minded about it and very stern are the ones that always end up smoking again mm-hmm. i don't know why that is but after eight years that's tend to been that that tends to be the the key to it right as long as you keep an open mind so we'll leave it at that we don't want to promote my store anymore we can have fun all we want um it's just a little transparency tony I, did tell me that he's like i don't want to get on here and just talk about yeah. my store like I, I don't want to come off as that guy because i'm not that guy and i'm like it's, it's fine we're gonna talk a little bit about everything I, but, but. I, I feel blessed i'm very blessed in life i i remember scraping for quarters under my couch i've been there and at this point in my life, I just like to help people everywhere I go, help them do anything. So I just get a joy out of that. And that's so let's, it. Let's move on. That's it. That's uh, that's that's the way to go about life, no matter what line of work or, or what you do. Uh, helping others is is the way to go. Servants hard, if you will. And make sure, out there, whoever's listening, create value for yourself. Learn things. If you're interested in stuff, don't wait for somebody to teach you. Do your own research. That's all I do. Mm-hmm. In fact, for fun, I don't go and play poker with the guys. I'm researching stocks. I'm always doing something. And this guy is. He's a he's a machine. Yeah, I've got like, three degrees from college. I I, I I'm and I don't even use them. Uh, it's just I, I love to learn things. Well, you gotta between his schedule and mine, you would be amazed at how hard it was to put this podcast together where we're both in the same room. And I'm glad we finally did it but um we both just got so much going on and and you get this position in life just speaking on life in general where you're having to on a daily basis decide which one of these things is going to add more value to my life or benefit me more or whatever and you say i'm gonna do this one today and this one tomorrow or vice versa and you're constantly and i've had to get in this mindset because of the podcast what decisions uh are going to benefit things like the podcast the most and and that's what i appreciate you for because this is the first time you've been here this studio for most of y'all know the studio is at my house mm-hmm. this is the first time tony's been over here and as soon as he walked in he's like Man, we've got so much potential. We've got so many things we're going to do mm-hmm. with this show. Because Tony's Tony's not a guy that advertises on the show. He's a partner in this show. And and so he's like, man, we're going to do this and this. And I'm going to be honest, Tony, it, it's kind of got me pumped up about where we're going with the podcast. I just see potential uh, on the YouTube spectrum. You just got to kind of be careful and watch what you say because no matter how big your reach gets you're gonna still have to sit there and worry about everything you're saying Mm -hmm. i mean i'm sitting here talking to you and i'm like you know uh you you know where the line on everything and obviously it's called over the line (laughs) right but um it's just crazy how society's getting and you really got to watch what you say and the whole first amendment thing um i can go on and on about you know the politics interests me too so um, right but but um Anyway, you go ahead. It's well, it, it's, no, <laughs> so. it's it, you're right though. It, when it comes to the the censorship and being careful what you say, that's the last thing we want to do on this podcast. We don't want to even have to be in the mind frame at the beginning of each show and saying, "Well, I got to make sure I don't say X, Y, and Z," because we get on here and and we're a hundred percent honest with you guys. We're transparent. We're probably too transparent 
I, I did um, I, I did the show last night, the podcast last night, uh, uh, from the grill, like cooking dinner for my family and just talking about whatever. Yeah, that's it's just what we do. Um, but we're put in a position where we rely on places like YouTube or some of these other sites uh, to to leave us up and leave us available for you guys. And I want to use this to stress the importance of you guys on going to the other websites and making sure you're following us. You bookmark the site or something. You don't have to use it now, but just in case we get stripped from the site that you do use, you've got us bookmarked on your browser or whatever. Mm. And you say, okay, well, Overline's got his third strike on YouTube. I can go see him over here. Rumble is one of those. Another one's called Grow Call. That is uh, the Grow Call app. You can get that app on your Apple TV or your Roku. Uh, grow, it's on Grow Call. Grow Call. And uh, let me tell you about Grow Call real quick. This is um, a guy that was a listener of the show on the radio, and he reached out to me, and he's like, "Listen, man, I've got my own social media site that we're trying to build up, and we've got our own channel on Roku and Apple Podcasts." I mean, on, on uh, Apple TV, he's like, and I can put your show on our stuff. And, and I'm like, okay, well, well, that's that's perfect. Let's do it. And so we've teamed up, and that's allowed us to kind of, you know, um, have a safe haven. And I, mm-hmm. I even would like eventually for this to be our main place. But right now, it is just one of many outlets you need to bookmark and make sure you've got us on. Grow Call also... The Rumble channel, rumble.com. I, I think it's, I think my Rumble name is Andrew McLean, who, even though we're listed as over the line. Uh, Every time see. I hear Andrew McLean, I keep thinking back about Bruce Willis in that one movie. I know. I what so what is people, that? I had so many people say that for so long. Was I that like, his name, Andrew McLean? Was it something else, McLean? It was John McLean. John McLean. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. Die Hard. Yeah. You know, I'm like, and at the time when people started doing that, I, I never even watched Die Hard. I'm not a movie guy. But I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh that's so funny. You know, I, mean, I just go Mc, with it. With that main McLean, it's like, it's like powerful. It's almost like semi soft porn. Like like, <laughs> right, like right. Brock Landers, you know, like I don't like, know. Forget forget Peter North. We got John McLean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John McLean and Debbie Does Dallas. You know, I, I like know. that. That's a that's a strong, strong name. We'll say um, Yeah, it is a strong name. Um not quite the the, I, the hardcore name, but well, maybe um, I feel like John McLean. Uh, and by the way, that name is spelt differently. It's M C L A N E. Oh, there he where is. Where I'm an A I N. Um, but it sounds too close to one of my mortal political enemies, and God rest his soul. I don't want to wish ill of the dead, but John McCain, who I'm not a fan of, and that's been no secret on this podcast. But it's too close to that. So that's why but I don't promote the you, John McClane. You mean thing. you didn't like the thumbs down? <laughs> no, I did not. You're not a fan of the thumbs down. And I, I, you know, <laughs> if we're going to be honest about Obamacare, the, Obamacare is not the worst thing in the world, okay? It, it's not. There's no. a lot of people that have benefited from it, but it has actually absolutely wrecked healthcare for so many people in the sense of the price of it. And it was completely screwed up from the get-go if it was done the right way maybe it could have been a good thing but it was not never has been and it's still a disaster but it's been 
interwoven into our healthcare system so much that even Trump said, Hey man, we've, we've basically just got to change some rules and manage this thing as good as we can, because you know, if, if we don't, it's going to screw up, yeah. it's gonna screw over a lot of people. See, being educated in the financial sector, I can basically look at the numbers and, and say that it really doesn't make sense. However, I just had a friend stop by our house and stay for a week and he's a democrat and he votes that way and he's all about the health care he's afraid the republicans are going to take his health care with the obamacare thing right so that's been his big thing um and we, we should almost get it i used to be a democrat would you believe that well if i didn't know that already no i would not believe that because <laughs> you you're you if people that know you if they have to guess without them without you telling them it would be full-blown libertarian you know, you know what really changed it? You know what really changed it? And I'm not saying I'm a Republican because I'll never register for any party anymore, ever. Which is a good idea. But uh, for, I, for every one of y'all. I was, a, I was a Democrat for a long time, and I'll talk about it. It's not really good business to talk politics, but I'll, I'll talk about it. So I grew up in Illinois, and there's it's heavy Democrat near the St. Clair County, near the St. Louis uh, on that side of Illinois. So a lot of my friends were that way, and then I was that way. My favorite president ever was Bill Clinton. Oh, we, Big Willie. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, when that happened to him in the White House, I thought, well, okay, good for him. Well, yeah. the normal the normal liberal, and I say, I say liberal, liberal means something completely different now, but the normal yeah. Democrat response was not, oh, my goodness, this is a scandal. This is like, yeah, high five, dude. That's awesome. I mean, kind of. I've gotten a lot older now and stuff, but. At the time, I was younger, and I was like, good for him. If there's a pinnacle in life, he's in the White House. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, I was young. But um, as I got older, it was really, I even voted for Obama. Mm. Okay. Mm, bless bless your heart, Tony. I, I did. I, I, was, I, I, I wanted that change everybody was telling me about. You had the hope and change on your mind. But what really did it was the education. I started learning a lot. I started, I started going back to college. I was, I was digging deep. I dug so deep into the money trail. I was almost on a quest. I wanted to know how the dollar was made. I want to know who made that ideas up. Who started the central banks? Who right. prints the money? I found out the central banking system is not a government-owned entity. It's a privately held entity. And you won't know the names. We can't even say them on air, even though I know who owns it. Did you, did you feel like when you got halfway through that journey... Did you think for a moment, man, what have I done? I've gone so far down this rabbit hole. I, I've been hit with stuff I, I didn't even expect. I'll tell you, I was, I was doing great in life. And once I went down that rabbit hole, I, 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 was doing, I did heavy research into religion. And I did heavy research into the banking and currency and all, the, all that, the monetary system. It almost makes it so depressing when you really get down to the fine things and who started it and what happened and how they did it um it's very genius if, if that's your goal and that's what you're trying to do um it's it's a, you know i mean i'm almost like in awe like you know oh my right. gosh like that was excellent but you know from everybody else's point of view the other seven billion whatever people in the world uh you know if, if they really knew how it all happened the the families in charge would really have some problems and and this brings back to one time trump gave us was talking um and he gave this uh speech or something and he was talking about how that he pissed off some really important people and he, and we didn't know who they were and he couldn't right. say their names i know who those people are right 
That's it, man. And that that stuff. And honestly, Tony, I would love to have you on the show and us do like strictly dedicate a show to that. Now, I, I don't know yeah, if you yeah. even want to go down that road. I just I just wanted to say that it's, <laughs> it's very interesting because you and I have had that conversation a hundred times right. where it's like you know that that it is some very deep stuff and it's stuff that affects everybody. By the way, can I point this out? I just got a YouTube notification and it was for one of our previous episode and it says another great show. Thank you, Vapor Forge. Oh, so, well, thank you. Where, you know, people aren't even watching this episode yet, but they're thanking Vaporforge from previous episodes as we're doing this, which okay. I think is absolutely awesome. Um, but we've got a lot of stuff. Um, again, I go back to the things that we've got coming up. And I've said this over and over on the show, and I know it probably came off as repetitive or Andrew Blue and smoke up your backside. But we really do have some exciting things coming up on this show uh, that we're going to make happen. Because a conversation that you and I had while we were in here setting this up, literally, Tony helped us build this table right here. Tony helped me build it, literally. We all put it together. And um, But one thing we were talking about was there are so many podcasts on youtube and and trish watches several of them that she finds entertaining or at least watches it in the sense of a train wreck being entertaining you know what i'm saying like oh and by the way we can openly vape on here since tony's here we get free pass to vape yeah on the microphone doesn't matter um she watches some podcasts that that are a, a train wreck and, and the content is absolutely awful, and it drives me insane. Wants me to, wants to make, make makes me want to stab my ears with pencils. Okay, but the only thing they have going for them, and I would, this may be a, a bold statement, but I would dare to say, eighty five percent of podcasts that are on YouTube, the content is absolute garbage, but the visual side of it. And the things that they're able to do with what you see in the video is pretty daggum good. I, I'm talking Hollywood level quality type stuff. And it's what draws these viewers in, whether they love them or hate them, they've got that. It, and I think it shows you that we're in a society right now where the visual aspect is more important than the content. But we... Tony and I and and Trish and everybody else involved with the show are looking to move in a direction where we are offering you both of those things. The visual aspect, the thing that looks... I mean, just simple stuff like this table right here. The setup, the, the mics, it makes it look so much better. And it's baby steps that we're taking. But we want to provide not just the good content that you guys come to this channel to, to hear and watch, but the visual aspect, the stuff... The, the fancy signs behind us, the lights, the, the you know, I, I mean, we're, we're going to be getting to a point where we're a man on the street type stuff. We're going to be talking to people. I may poop in, in the neighbor's bushes on video or something. You, know? you don't want to poop on Nancy Pelosi's uh, driveway? I'm going to. I'm going to. Did somebody do that? Right? <laughs> yes, they did. I'm going to go. Yes. I'm, I mean, no. I'm oh. going to print on. <laughs> I'm going to print a picture of Nancy Pelosi. I'm going to go poop in the neighbor's bushes and use that picture to wipe my backside all in video just for the show. It's going to be amazing. That is going to be amazing. And by the way, I've got a, a, a million, a million ideas because of TikTok. I mean, people put some fantastic content on there and I'm like, man, we could use that on the show and it would be 
uh, absolute See, hit. Well, yeah, what, what, isn't the TikTok thing like a Chinese thing company? Well, okay, so here's the thing. Not that there's anything wrong with that. China, and well, this is what kept me from being on TikTok for so long. I'm like, okay, China owns it. They're spying. They're trying to spy on us through it. So I don't need TikTok. Plus, what I've seen of it, it's super cringe. And then we elected a Chinese president in well, 2020. So I'm like, well, if the, the president is a Chinese operative, uh, me having TikTok's not that big of a deal. See, I'm, I stay away from social media. My wife does it, and there's a thing for the shop and stuff. But the only, the only thing I've ever done was join Twitter one time, and that was to fight whenever uh, the, the vape war, we call it, back in, it was our 9-11. It was 9-11-2019. But anyway, not to compare. Right, right. But um, basically, I stayed away from it. So I got to tell you this. This is a funny story. So back in 2007, okay, there was MySpace, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm down in Florida. I'm, I'm running a car wash down there. I'm general manager. I, I had just met Hulk Hogan's son, Nick Hogan. Okay, and we're we're chatting out front, and somebody snapped our picture, and uh, we became friends. And uh, well, you're friends with Nick Hogan. Uh, I don't talk to him anymore, but I knew. But him. you used to be friends. Yeah, with him? yeah. I drove. Wow, dude, I drove his car the day before he wrecked it. Oh my when, god! When his no friend, way. Yes, he took That's it in the insane. car. It was, a, it was a manual Toyota Supra. It was yellow. <laughs> and I drove it onto the wash pad. It was a six speed. I drove that car. That's so crazy. Yeah, I, and I have a picture to prove it. Wow. But besides that, I'm at work one day and one of the employees comes up to me and says, Hey, I like that picture you posted. And I'm like, What picture and where? What are you talking about? He says, On MySpace, your MySpace page. I'm like, I don't have a MySpace page. He's like, Yeah, you do. And he was laughing at me like I was joking with him. So I'm like, Huh? And then this guy, uh, told me i did again and i went home that night long story short my girlfriend made a myspace page and pretended to be me for a year and a half oh my god she talked to my family oh my god she, she pretended to be me and talked to her family wow yeah Ta- she tony told old, old friends tony. of mine old friends that i had she told them to basically buzz off tony and I, I had no idea this was going on <laughs> tony that's bad news yeah bro. and that's had me scared <laughs> Because, oh, you know, I'm all the time like, hey, am I, do I have a Facebook page today? You know, because that really happened. And I didn't understand the ramifications whenever it happened. I, I didn't even dump her right away. I'm like, oh, my God. What? Well, you got to be freaked out. What do you do at that point? And, but it didn't occur even years after. I was I remember five, six years later, I went to a Walmart back where I grew up in Illinois. When we were living in Florida, I went to Walmart in Illinois. And this girl at work, used to work for me there. She's like, hey, how are your kids? I'm like, what kids? I don't, you know, I don't <laughs> and the people any- were like, hey, it's Tony, the MySpace jerk. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently we had gotten married. We had kids. None of that <laughs> oh, happened. Oh, my God. And, and all these people uh, bought it. They, they bought the whole thing. That's so bad. Because I like certain things like South Park and, and all this stuff. And she put all that stuff on my page. And she just happened to, you know, get well, by with it. And this is the first time I've heard this story. But this is obviously not your your wife. Right. No, no, no. Okay. This I'm is just, an older. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Oh, it just, same just, name though. What, was both it really? named Amy. Okay. Well, yeah. it, it's good that we clarified that because we don't want I guess any confusion. I should dox the girl. But, <laughs> right. No. You know, anyway, I think doxing her is probably yeah, going to be perfectly fine. Anyone. No doxing. That's bad. That that is real bad. That's the first time I've heard that story. Oh, it, I got many. And here's yeah. the thing: a, a lot of people know how big of a fan I was of Bubba the Love Sponge, which was a radio personality out of Tampa. He was best friends with Hulk Hogan, 
And so all of the stuff going on in Hulk Hogan's life, I felt like I was living it because I was listening to that show every day. I know day. about Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah, and so it was all transpiring on there, and that's why I was so shocked for you to tell me that you, you know, personally knew Nick Hogan. Well, you know, I lived in Tampa right and there. And drove his freaking car. Yeah, I, I lived right there in uh, Clearwater, technically. Wow. Right over there across 60. On, so you Tampa. know Bubba the Love Sponge just as much as I do. I might have even met him one time. Probably did. When we were in those car washes down there. I met lots of Major League Baseball players. I met hockey players. I met stars. Uh, Kirsty Alley, uh, uh, John Travolta. I mean, you know, there was a Scientology people. They're all there. <laughs> so I got to meet all these people. Can we know? do a Scientology show one day, by the way? No. I how don't how much do you know about Scientology? Probably though? more than the average person, just because yeah. I live there and, and it's it's... You know, uh, it's, I'm it's fascinated a, with it. Yeah. I mean, whether it's Scientology or Jim Jones or Snake Handlin in Scottsboro, Alabama, like I'm fascinated. But with see, that stuff. it's almost genius, even though, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that their story isn't correct. But anyway, it's genius <laughs> as far as I'm, I'm a businessman. It's, <laughs> the taxes are great. Right. It's right. made me want to start a religion and just call myself the Spaghetti Monsters, too. Right. And just get right. free taxes and just, you know. Now, listen, some of those are, are fantastic Ponzi schemes. Let's be honest. Well, Ponzi seems different. I'm not ripping anybody off except for the government. If you no, do that, like you're being transparent with them that you're the spaghetti monster God and, and you know, they're giving you money to support your lifestyle. So it's not so, a ripoff. Is today everybody can kind of be whatever they want to be. Exactly. They? Exactly. You pick Anything your gender, you, you can pick you, whether you're a God or not. I'm an 87 year old Chinese man. <laughs> right. I don't know. Who is, who is very impressed by Asian hate that is rampant throughout this country because we dared say that a, a virus came from a lab over in Wuhan. So, you know, that's, that's obviously what spurred it I, I mentioned that to my aunt months back i said didn't it come out of like wuhan or something and she like shunned me she was like no it came from a bird or something and i was like okay yeah uh, a bat i don't know it came from a bat but okay. I, I don't know much what do i know we won't get too far into that because this this episode is almost over but that's that's been the topic of discussion for the past couple of days is the fact that it is now coming out and the media has been backed into a corner to admit something that I've said for a long time something Tony said for a long time, Trisha said for a long time, and even Tony's wife, who said before any information was released, there's no way this thing came from a bat at a, at a seafood market. This thing had to be man-made, and whether or not it was deliberately released, this thing was being tampered with, and it got out, and it ran its course throughout the world, and guess what? We're finding out now that's exactly what happened. And the most high-profile people, from the people in the CDC to the WHO to to the uh, the NIH uh, to to uh, the highest levels of government, have done everything they can to shove this theory of it come it came from a bat down your throat with no investigation whatsoever. You cannot tell me, I'm trying not to get hyped up here. Calm down, Angel. <laughs> you Calm cannot down. tell me that after a year of the biggest pandemic in this lifetime and possibly in history, that they could not figure out the origins of it after a year when the origins turned out to be a lab that the U.S. was funding. It's bullcrap. Nobody believes it. 
I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. You know, none of this really surprises me anymore with it's everything right. that I've learned. You it know. shouldn't. It shouldn't. You know. So, you know, don't be surprised out there. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, you know, they just don't tell you. Yeah. Well, uh, and we've got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about. This is not going to be the last time you see Tony come to the studio. We're going to uh, bring him back plenty of times and talk about a lot of things because there's a lot of things to go over. We got a much more comfortable setting it's roomier it's it there's more spacious in here we're gonna put in a bar and uh plenty of other things in the studio it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic it's gonna look like bubba the left sponge studio by the time we're done with it it's gonna be so fancy awesome i, I can't it. wait to see everything and i'm excited about all this i mean even just what we did today was uh quite we, a bit so. we did we did a lot of stuff today but it was very minimal in the sense of what we're trying to do and i am telling you the feel of the studio right now is 20 times better than it was two days ago. It, the aura in here, there's even a candle going. I, I mean, we got a candle over here. You know. it's, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So, But that's it for this edition of Over the Line. I want to thank each and every one of you guys for hanging out. Tony, I want to thank you for hanging out with us as well. Anytime. I, you know, I'm full of knowledge. Uh, ask questions. Whatever. We're yes. Good. Well, Tony's, uh, Tony's about as transparent as I am, which helps with the show. Uh, so it all works out. We all get along great and make sure you go visit the uh, vapor forge. I know Tony doesn't like to sit here and push yeah. his stuff, but I feel the need to do it because I love vapor forge. I love what they do. I love the, uh, the, the message that you guys put out there and the fact that you're trying to help people. You're not trying to sell a product. You're trying to help people. And it's, it's an amazing thing. And, and, and interesting thing. A lot of people have asked me, maybe they're curious, but the name Vapor Forge is actually V-A-P-E-R uh, Forge. And the reason why we did that, um, actually, there's two reasons. One reason, somebody else already had it, but they didn't have it, have it. We could have had it. But we, we were more focused on the person than the product. We wanted to focus more on the transition from smoking to vaping and it just fit more in line with what we were trying to do. We were more about the person. Well, and you feel like the Forge, too, has a tie to Birmingham with Vulcan and the Not the only Iron that, City forging that. from cigarettes to vaping. Look at that. The conversion. Look at that. I yep, love it. A better lifestyle. All right. Well, that's it. Thank you guys so much for hanging out on this episode. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. Make sure you check us out and you check out Vapor Forge. And until then, see you, Coles. Peace out.